Yeah! You know <laughs> you know how you can tell when somebody's serious about something, Al? And, and I know that Chris was serious about something right there. You know, you can really tell. What's that? When they go quiet. When they, like, really just, like, pause for effect and kind of uh-huh. go really just emphasis on the quiet. Like, you got to lean in and hear it a little more carefully. When he says, how about that grated cheese, that freshly grated cheese? I like that. <laughs> like, Chris, Chris, Chris understands the little things that kind of put it over the top. And that I like that right there was from the heart. You could tell. Yeah, that comes from the soul. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of times Chris will say certain things. That one you could feel it. I felt it that the cheese was a big part of uh, what makes his taco at Del Taco. It's the little things. The, the one life. that you called a Mexican authentic Mex- Mexican <laughs> well, establishment. No, see, yesterday. now you're doing that thing where you lie. I, that's not what I said. What I you said call it, a it is the most <laughs> authentic Mexican cuisine no, in Los problem. Angeles, Del Taco. Now, see, you, you, and that you was to... in parentheses. It was in quotes. And it was tweeted out by the station uh-huh. that that is your favorite authentic See, what, Mexican food establishment. What I actually said was bad. You don't need to embellish this. That what I said was, well, it's a Mexican restaurant. It's not, but I don't. I still don't know what else to call. It. I never said authentic. I never said favorite. I do like it. I do. I, I will go to war for their fries. Which, by the way, are you? Let me ask you this. Yeah, we got a bunch of tweets during the show yesterday, and a bunch more after we were done. Mm-hmm. About you got you realize it's your fault that I went to In and Out yesterday. You realize it's your fault I went and got a Del Scorcho burrito with fries on the inside. It's your guy's fault. Are you comfortable being the source of people's fast food con- uh, consumption? Are you all right with that? Yeah, I'm okay with it. I mean, I, look, the dude went to Costco. He was at Costco and he was about to order something, and he asked us to you know kind of give him some advice on it. I'm all right with it. But here's the thing. I don't think I'm going to be as knowledgeable in the fast food game as you. That's just the reality of the situation. Like, you knowing the Del, to- Del Taco fries, I-, I don't know anything about the Del Taco fries. That, well, see, I, feel oh, like okay. that's, I feel like that's a deep that's – a, that's a deeper level of fast food. Like, going I, to okay. Del Taco and getting fries? You, you <laughs> oh, may be right. You, you may be right. I, I'm not saying no. I'm willing to listen to this. But I don't feel like – you saw the response yesterday. True. When a lot of people. I, and there were people it, saying that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to go. Got to go. Absolutely. And, and it's mm-hmm. it's because it's a Mexican restaurant. It is a little unusual that the. But they also have burgers. They have they have a whole bunch of things. It just happens well, to be called Del Taco, and well, they have some salsa in the place. I don't know if that makes it a Mexican. I, I think restaurant I've said this. I think I've said this before. It's not like you know, I, I, in San Diego, the most. The most popular burrito there is the California burrito. They put fries in the burrito. So it's not like they put potato. They put potato in the burrito. So it's not like that is, you know, that's that's definitely more of a Cali mix to it. Taylor, let me ask you this. I'll give you a second to get uh, a set up here. Has your heart rate returned to normal yet from the beginning of the show? Are you back in a a normal state of mind? Are you still a little uh, sped up? So we've got other people in studio now. Okay. That's what happened. Uh, A bunch of uh, cleaning people are Working around here, and then Adam, uh, producer for the Rams, is also in the building. So, so you're good to go. Yeah, I feel better. You feel better. Yeah, t- Taylor locked oh. himself out of work this morning with about okay. five minutes to go before the show and nearly uh, missed work. <laughs> that's, that's a terrifying I got, feeling. I got a quick story to tell. And, Trav, you have no idea about this story, so I'm going to try to put the pieces together here. Um, the day you worked one more day than me, you worked the last day before Christmas Eve. Yes. You did a show with Andy, okay? Yes. 
Did you do that show? Do you remember if you did that show in studio or did you do it from home? Studio. You came in studio and did it? I did. Okay. When you came in studio, was there a wine bag on the chair? There was. Okay. I know where you're going with this. Keep going. This is good. This is good because I actually needed some more pieces on this. So after I worked, it was on a Wednesday. That was my final day. Uh You worked on a Thursday. That Wednesday, I had some time later that evening to, okay, let me get a couple ducks in a row here. I got a couple wine bottles I got to go get. I got this. I made a trip back to the station later that night. And I started putting, okay, hey, I got something for Emily. I'm going to put it over on her desk. I got something for Berg. I got something from Taylor, Funches, whatever it is, right? So I started doing all that. And I put your, I had something for well, you that I of. put on the chair. Uh-huh. And I left it at that. And I yeah. just, I, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't push anything from there. Mm-hmm. I see Taylor the next day. And it was a very confusing interaction between me and him, okay? Because I saw him for the Lakers game. And the interaction was kind of like I was – he was getting something from Funch, and I was like, hey, and FYI, you know, there's like a little locker for him, so he doesn't have like a desk or anything like that. So I was like, all right, I think I'm putting it in here. I don't know. Those lockers, there's names of people that stopped working here five years ago that still have a locker. So I don't know know whose locker is what. So Taylor, I was like, hey, did you get – whatever you got and he goes yeah um yeah i didn't know if it was from you or travis and it was kind of a weird communication and then we were done there okay okay and then christmas happens new year's happens all that taylor we see each other in the kitchen a few days a few days ago and taylor what happened what was the exchange that we had i was confused because of the name tag that was okay Okay, that was yeah, on that's, the, that's what it was. On the I took Taylor's. I took Taylor's bag. I put it on your chair. Yep. I took Travis's bag. I put it in the locker yep. for Taylor. Yep. Taylor. So the, yeah. The ends up tag. reading. I, there's a little card there. He ends up reading the card that I gave to you, thinking that now. thinking that it's from you. Okay. Yes. All right. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Until I go into the studio and I'm like, why didn't Trav grab his? Why didn't Trav grab what I gave him? And it says Taylor. Right. That's why I so, didn't take it. That's why you didn't take it. <laughs> Taylor so, then. Yeah, go ahead. Taylor. Yeah, later on I worked with Trav on a Rams game. Yes. And I told, I told him over the <laughs> IFB, I said, thanks for the Christmas present, Trav. Yeah. And Trav just said, oh. Taylor well, thought okay. completely so confused. You gave okay. him. Taylor well, thought here, you gave him the wide. Here's bottle. what happened. Here's what happened. <laughs> I given you something on Wednesday, right? I, I bought you yeah. a bottle of bourbon, a little Woodford. Like bourbon. Yep, yep. No, it wasn't Woodford. It was not. Oh, Knob Creek. Creek. That's Knob fine. Creek. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad it meant that much to you. I'm glad that you got it wrong. That makes me feel good. Um, <laughs> number two, <laughs> you got me a bottle of uh, Jose Cuervo. You got me yeah, Cuervo. it was it was it was Knob Creek, but that's fine. Um, so the next day, because like you said, I was in and you were not, there yeah. was a bag, a wine bag on my chair. <laughs> and, and I picked it up and I'm thinking, oh, Al left me uh, something. And I look at the tag and it says Taylor. And I think, oh, well, this isn't for me. So I take it and I put it on the side of the desk, right? And yep. because I looked at the tag and I'm like, this maybe Taylor came in here to work on some equipment or something and just set it in here and forgot to take it with him. So mm-hmm. I didn't think twice about it. And then, like Taylor said a minute ago, he says to me during one of the Rams games, he goes, Trav, thanks for the present. And I'm like, 
And I, I thought that's what he said, but I wasn't entirely sure that. I just went, uh, yeah, sure. You're, yeah, okay. Like, I didn't know what. I, I didn't. I had no idea what yeah, was going you, you, on. You're welcome. I was being sarcastic or something. It, no, I didn't for think the you were present, being, Trev. I didn't think you were being sarcastic. I, I when you said that to me, I'm like, oh, something happened with those bottles that they were mislabeled or something, because I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't put anything in your locker, but yeah, sure. I, I, I thought at some point this would get sorted out, and here we are. That uh, well, so there's Taylor, a bottle of wine so, for me somewhere so, that I haven't gotten yet. No, no, there isn't. Taylor, what happened to the bottle of wine? So the kicker in all this is that I don't drink at all, so I gave it to Jorge. <laughs> so the so Jorge has my wine. Jorge has your bottle of wine that I like specifically tried to get for you. So Jorge is just going to be enjoying a bottle. Jorge has no idea what's going on either. Yeah, so that, oh, the, best part, the best part is... Taylor says to me, he goes, yeah, because I mentioned to Trav on the Rams broadcast, hey, thanks for the bottle of wine. And he goes, I think Travis thought I was being an a-hole, like, no. hey, you didn't get me anything for Christmas. <laughs> no, it's it was not that. I, I've never gotten the vibe from Taylor that he's oh, being a was bad good. guy. That it was wasn't good. that. Okay, so I'm just going to ask, uh, <laughs> is, did Jorge drink it? Is it gone? We did, no did, idea. I'm assuming he took it home to his uh, listen, wife listen. or girlfriend and finished it off. Stay tuned for Mason in Ireland. Yeah, the story, I want the story to continue because I want to know what I'm Jorge. Him, may, I'm texting listen, him right maybe now. Maybe Jorge repurposed the bottle of wine. Maybe it's gone to somebody else. So your bottle of wine, Trav, is nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. <laughs> well, what kind of bottle of wine would I have gotten had the label been filled out correctly? Uh, <laughs> no, no, it was filled out correctly. I left... I left the bag that I put in Taylor's was yours, and the bag that you, was oh, you Taylor's. Put the ba- you put the bags in the wrong spots. Taylor Travis just <laughs> decided to just take those two T's and run with it. But what That's do you do in my bad. situation? Do you just put it on the shelf, uh, show it off, or do you re-gift it? <laughs> oh, you re-gift it for sure. If, you, okay. if, if you're not a wine drinker or if you don't drink at all, like you said, then yeah. Oh, that's because, just the best story. Move, that move was it just down the, the line. I, I so just con- thought you So confusing. Me. And in the beginning, I'm like um, – I'm like, you know, when Taylor, the, the the initial interaction that we had, it was just weird. He's like, why is he telling me about a wine bottle that says Travis? Like, it's clearly from Travis. <laughs> I Why I am think- I taking credit for the bottle? Trav, he, he read the personal note that I sent you <laughs> and thought it was for him. It's just... The most amazing thing I've ever heard. Did you give Jorge heard the note too, Taylor? Does, does Jorge have my note? I think that's still or, in the locker. <laughs> All right. Well, then make sure that oh, uh, when great. we get to come back into the studio, that I got my uh, my note from. My, so I, I guess thank you, Al. I, You're I mean, very I, welcome. I, I never. You're got very. Anything, I'm just very I'm glad welcome. That it's the, as they often say, it's the thought that counts. I, I, I saw the happened. Taylor tag. I'm like, well, I guess that's for Taylor. I guess hell I didn't get something. And, and the, the thing is. I, I don't know your handwriting. Like I haven't seen you write a lot of mm-hmm. things, so I did. I had no idea where it had come from. I had no idea what it was. No, it just had Taylor's name. I'm like, well, you didn't it, write from Slee or from. It Alan? just said. It just said Taylor. That's on the where tag. the problem comes That's from. You got to write to blank from blank if you're well, just going to leave something card, there. Well, the card, the card inside, right? So there's a little, there's a little <laughs> card inside. But why is Trav going to open up the card? It says Taylor on it. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> you know, yeah, I did. but then I how do you know if it's from Taylor or and it's I didn't, for I, Taylor? I, that's here's what two blank from blank. Here, this is here's what it solved. didn't have. It didn't have the name Travis on it, so it wasn't mine. Yeah, it wasn't I yours. 
I didn't yeah, open it. I didn't read it. I just kept it moving. Yeah. That's, that's how I do it. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, and I'll get you Woodford next time, Slee. Apparently, that's very much what no, you're No, Knob Creek's a great one. Knob Creek is a great one. Yeah, sure. Now you say that after you called it Woodford the first time. All right, we're going to get to the Raiders. Al's favorite team. The Raiders may oh, have Raider a Nation, coach. bro. This weekend, it's a big game for us Raider fans. Raider Nation this weekend. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You know, I'm going to have to recalibrate some things because other than Chris and Amanda, Jorge is the one that I've known the longest at 710. Jorge and I started working with each other pretty much from the moment I started there. He was there and we were doing SC pregame. Jorge and I have known each other for a long time. I consider Jorge a friend of mine. Right, not just a colleague and a peer, but a, an amigo. That he stole my wine means that I need to completely recalibrate my relationship with Jorge. I think he's more like an innocent bystander. You know, like nothing. He has nothing to do with it. He has no idea what's going on. Like the, he'll find out today that the bottle of wine that he has had already consumed, gave to somebody else, whatever he's done with it, or just sitting at home, um, is actually. Your bottle. His words when I gave it to him were, if you don't tell, I won't. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like him, right? Yeah. That sounds like he'd probably go, ooh, wine, a little vino. Let's go have a nice time. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Quick phone call here. Simi Valley and Joe. Joe, you're on with Travis and Sleep. Uh, we lost Joe. All right, so the Raiders may or may not need a new coach here coming up after they either lose on Sunday or they lose in the playoffs. Maybe they don't. Maybe they get in. Maybe they win the Super Bowl, and this whole thing takes care of itself. Unlikely. Um, Jim Harbaugh, Al. Jim, there's a piece in The Athletic that both people inside the NFL and at Michigan are hearing some things that Jim Harbaugh is considering an, uh, an option to return to the NFL and that the Raiders, he has a history with them, uh, he was an assistant coach there for a period of time. Of course, he's got an NFL pedigree and a good one. Yep. That maybe he might return to the NFL. And I, I got to tell you, that's a really, really good idea. If, if they can get Jim Harbaugh to come back to the NFL for the Raiders, that seems like a home run to me. What do you do if um, you know you, you have some success? Let's just say that you know my Raiders over the weekend handle business against the Chargers, right? Let's just say sure. Spanos turns in, he gets just his win, Venmo baby. in in time, and everything's all good to go, uh, even though the game's in the Vegas. glory of the Raiders is in the future, says Alan Sliwa. <laughs> so let let's just say the Raiders win that game. And they get to the playoffs, and you you know you had mentioned kind of look at the the season that the Raiders have had, and I'm talking about more off the field, right? Goodness, Just yeah. uh, um, it, it's been a crazy season, and you got this coach that jumps in and leads your team to the playoffs, and I'm not telling you that you know they just they. I think just by getting in, it's a successful story. 
you've had a successful story, especially after uh, your squad decided to stomp on the Kansas City Chiefs logo and you lose. Give up a touchdown lose. on the first play of the game. <laughs> a defensive you really, touchdown. You really showed them. Uh, you know, you end up losing by whatever amount of points that they ended up 48 losing. 48 to 9, I believe, was the final score. But then you come back after that and you win three games in a row. Um, you win a game against the Colts on the road. It's it's impressive what they've accomplished, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that you don't go after. Look, Jim Harbaugh has had really tremendous success. Everyone's got. I, I remember this, you know, being from SD. Jim Harbaugh's where? Oh, he's coaching USD. What do you go mean Terreros. he's coaching <laughs> USD? Yeah. Like they have a football Not program. Not San Diego State. No, US, the University of San Diego. University of San Diego. That's that's. Uh, Small you know, the, Catholic private school. Yeah. So, by the way, beautiful, ridiculous, looks Fantastic. over the water and just Great stupid. Spot. And then you go to UCSD, it's even nicer, like much nicer. It's like, well, it's just you, you, are you one of those weirdos that likes La Jolla? Are you? <laughs> where do you want to put your school? I don't know. How's La Jolla sound? Yeah, I'm, right, I'm, I'm on the on coast, that. but let's make sure we're a thousand feet up so we just yeah. have an unbelievable view of what we call the Pacific Ocean. Okay. Sure. Why not? Um, so he goes there. And he has tremendous amount of success. And then all of a sudden, Stanford picks him up. Trev, Stanford was a powerhouse when he was there. I mean, they Stanford were. was, um, you know, obviously a fantastic football program. He had a great amount of success there. And then he just ends up in the 49ers. Like, the, how quick it all happened. The, I USD, want to add one thing out. Yeah. He went to a bad 49ers team. The 49ers mm-hmm. were dreadful when he took over. So goes from USD, then goes to a Pac-12 school and has success. And then he goes to the San Francisco 49ers. Like, we're not talking about, you know, a small uh, – th- this is one of the most prestigious NFL. It's not Jacksonville. Or it's not Jacksonville, right? And has success there. And I get it. Now he's in Michigan. And, you know, there was a point um, – Michigan wasn't having the success they were hoping for in the sense that they would beat Ohio State, that they would win the Big Ten title. There was things under his resume that – um, that weren't there, but th- those were all just accomplished. They got demolished by Georgia in the college football playoff, but you know, I, I think it's 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 not embarrassing to lose against what is by far the best conference, which is the SEC. Oregon's done. I mean, a lot of these good schools have lost against the SEC. Sure, the resume is there. I think it would be you know obviously a very powerful move for the Raiders to get him, but I'm also kind of just sitting back and saying, uh, does it have to be? A big name. Uh, they they've had some you know success here with a name that nobody really is too familiar with. If they do make the playoffs, it is obviously a tremendous in my in my opinion, right? Just from what's happened all this season, you lose your head coach as well. Other off the field issues that have happened as well that have brought attention to you know the the Raiders organization, and, and you got this coach that gets you into the postseason, whether they make noise or not. It's an interesting scenario. You know, it, it can, you know, obviously play out a couple different ways. They could very well lose to the Chargers, and this sure. isn't even a conversation. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the scenario that could present itself come Sunday after, or Sunday night, I guess, when you're doing the uh, the Laker game, me Lakers, and the rest Grizzlies. of the Raider Nation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I, I want to go back to what you said about do you have to have a name for the Raiders? I, I, I think the answer to that is yes. Okay, I, I do think that the Raiders need somebody that's got some presence because the Raiders are a brand that's very unique, right? The, the Raiders are not about Las Vegas. The Raiders are not about Oakland. The Raiders are not about Los Angeles. Sure. It's, it's Raider Nation, right? Yeah. you got Raider fans everywhere, mm-hmm. and 
the Raider fans are, and I say this with affection and, and respect, they're unique. They're, they're a unique group of people. They're unlike a lot of other fan bases. Um, the, the, the brilliance of the Harbaugh thing, if they can put it together, he checks every box except for one. Is he a good NFL coach? Yes. Unequivocally, he is a successful NFL coach. Does he have success in making what you have better? Unequivocally, yes. Mm -hmm. He came into Stanford. Remember, when he was at Stanford, he had Andrew Luck, right? And the idea was he was going to jump to the 49ers and that they were going to tank so he could take Andrew Luck with the first pick coming out of the draft the following year. What he did was, I think he went 12-4 and four his first year with Alex Smith and went to the NFC Championship game. And like, I'm not tanking. I got enough here. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's familiar with the organization. He's familiar with the league. He knows how it works. There really isn't any part of this that you feel like, yeah, other than is, is Jim Harbaugh a good guy, a warm, fuzzy, cool guy? No, he's not. He's kind of a jackass, right? He's, he's prickly and he's difficult. Who cares? Who, yeah, who no, cares okay. about you? Just, yeah, it's, it's absolutely okay. You're worried He's, about he, getting the results. Yep. Mm-hmm. That part of the reason he, he he left San Francisco wasn't just because Michigan, his alma mater, came open. It was pretty much everybody in the 49er building had had enough of Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. But what they went to the Super Bowl, they lost, lost to his brother, but they were good every year. Sure. He he knows what he's doing. It is a they've got look. We can talk about, you know, there's Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and then there's that next tier of guys, and I don't know where Derek Carr fills in. He's probably somewhere in the middle of the pack, but he's good enough, right? We've seen Derek Carr play well. you got your quarterback. You've got some picks. You've got some talent on that roster. And to your point, they, they, there's clearly some, there's some guys on that roster that are tough guys, that are resilient guys, that are willing to go through a whole bunch of crap to win some football games. It's been a disaster for the Raiders this year off the field for all the reasons of the Gruden thing, Henry Ruggs. There's another guy that got picked up for DUI the other night. The whole, the whole thing is a mess. The, the Antonio Brown thing, right? They, just everything the Raiders have been dealing with for a long time. They're still a game away from going to the playoffs. Yeah. So there's some, there's some stuff there. And, and I think that Harbaugh is the perfect guy to get them over the hump. I'm not saying that Rich Passaccia isn't, hasn't done a good job. He clearly has. But you'd have to really do some – high level gymnastics to convince me that Jim Harbaugh is a is a worse fit than the guy you have there. Har- Harbaugh is a better coach than that guy in every possible way other than he's unfamiliar with the players. He can get up to speed like that. I I think the I'm I'm not one to believe that it's got to be a big name. I'm really not. I I think results will that will handle anything, and I think a fan base will respect whoever's winning. And I think there's probably Raider fans right now that respect what the coach has done um, based off of, obviously, where they were a few weeks ago and where they're sitting today. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't a better coach out there, so I, I, I get what you're saying. Put it this way, if Harbaugh is saying, if he's knocking on the door saying, I want to be the next Raiders coach, I understand that, but at the same time, you might have fallen into something that there's a, a coach having some success as well. If they were already in the playoffs. And he's got a great Italian restaurant. One of the best <laughs> great steakhouses. <gnocchi. laughs> Italian chop house steakhouse. If you were already in the playoffs, I think we're having a different conversation. But if the Chargers beat them on Sunday and they're out of the playoffs, I mean, granted, they have a winning season, but you didn't make the playoffs. It's an easy switch. You don't have to think twice about it. If they get in, if they win a game in the playoffs, then maybe it's a slightly different sure. conversation. I'm curious what Raider fans think. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. Harbaugh as the next coach of the Raiders. You here for that or no? 
All right, so it's time for the Stat Hero Fantasy Preview. Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Uh, T-Raj, so now we're getting into the uh, nitty-gritty here. You're going to have some teams that won't start some of their main players because they've already solidified. What's that? They don't love football? They're just not passionate enough. (laughs) They're not passionate enough. Joe Burrow's not going to play on Sunday for the Bengals, even though he says he could. He must not love football the way that other generations of football players do. Yeah, well, you know what? Maybe he should pick a different occupation. Maybe he should <laughs> a, be more passionate. You got uh, you got a couple players you're you're looking at for this uh, this weekend. I don't know if you've heard of him, Al, but I'm I'm I, I've been using this guy kind of on the down low for most of the season. He's a wide receiver. He plays here in Los Angeles. Yep. Uh, his name is Cooper Cup, and and I I like Never to pick him. him because here's what he does. He catches a lot of passes for a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns. And it turns out in daily fantasy sports like Stat Hero, that's a good way to do it because you can score a lot of points, win a lot of your matches, and make a lot of money. Go download the app. Figure out what players. Take uh, Travis Rogers' advice here. Go grab you some Cooper Cup. Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for a 100% deposit match. All right, factor cap coming up next, and here's the question. Would you let a Walmart employee go through your fridge? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I think Al may have left his uh, card somewhere because maybe he locked himself out of his own house. He's he's away somewhere just doing whatever it is he's doing. But That's Emily, you you and I can do factor cap if you want. Maybe yeah. he'll rejoin us at some point today. Yeah. That's cap, maybe right? He, um, he had the tailor. He locked himself out. <laughs> Glad I'm not the only one. Hi Al. Are you are you back? Or are you just sitting yeah, there? You doing, the what start? are you doing? Yeah, we're back. We've been on we've been <laughs> on for like 5 minutes. I don't know where you've been. <laughs> We just got back out. What time is it? (laughs) (laughs) Is that your Cody Bellinger voice? What day is it? The two turners? (laughs) Okay. What do you got, Um, Al? First, uh, emails should be written like texts and not letters. Alan, this is Factor Cap. Emails should be written like texts and not letters. You know what's funny? Um, 100% email is a different world for me. So when I text you, it's quick, it's fast, it's... There's not much description. It's like just a quick little message, right? Email, I don't know what happens in email. Hello. Good morning. I hope you and your family are doing well, comma. <laughs> next sentence. You know, like well, everything period, changes. Sentence, but that's another issue. <laughs> everything changes completely by going email. But I think that's the way it's supposed to be. You know, we are kind of trained that email is kind of a professional setting. A lot of the emails that we do send are work-related. Um, I, I'm okay with the way it's structured right now. I don't need, you know, somebody, I don't need you to be hitting me up in an email telling me, 
bro, check uh, check out this uh, tweet I just saw. I don't know. You know, just kind of <laughs> all of a sudden you become a frat guy or something. So I'm okay with the structure of email more professional. Yeah, I, I like the distinction. I, I, I think it's cap. I like that one is different than the other. It, it very clearly – you use it for different things, right? Like you said, Al, I'm going to send you a link to a stupid video with a text, right? I'm going to say, look at, look at this guy fall yep. through the ice, right? Ha ha, whatever. If I send Quick somebody spur of the moment, <laughs> right. you know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. An email, I'm trying to convey some sort of professionalism to you, that there's some level, even if it's something to, like, your aunt, and she asked you, you know, what do you want for Christmas? You're not going to write back LOL dot 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 chicken emoji sandwich emoji. <laughs> they're, they're different formats. You go yeah. back and you do it differently. So I'm, I'm perfectly okay with the way that they are right now. Maybe it's a generational thing. I'd rather I don't, I I'd like to skip the formalities. It feels a little <laughs> fake to me, but it's okay. All right, up next. Grammar Walmart. is fake. <laughs> Full sentences are fake. Okay. Yes, they are. <laughs> uh, Walmart has an in-home delivery service now, where Walmart employees uh, could stock your fridge for you, even if you aren't home. So you would participate in this. Travis, this is factor cap. Cap. Look, this is not a Walmart thing. Yeah. I don't need you in my house. I don't need you in my refrigerator. My, look, my refrigerator, maybe other than my bedroom, it's pretty personal. There's a lot of things going on in that fridge that I'd like to keep to myself. <laughs> that I don't need you and your prying Walmart eyes getting a look at what how I live my life. I don't need you walking through my living room to get to my refrigerator. I, I first of all, I like going to the grocery store. It's something that I enjoy. It's a, it don't I, I can't even explain why I like it. So I, I I'm not even a grocery delivery person, but if I had reason to, hey, bring me some orange juice and a loaf of bread and three avocados. That, that's fine. You can bring them, but leave it at my door. I don't need anybody in my house, Al. That's not a member of my family or a close personal friend. I'm good. Okay. I think we're on to something here. I think this is – let me just say, I don't know about you, but one of the worst things to do – I know we got to keep bringing up Costco here, but one of the worst things to do is making 47 trips from your car <laughs> to your house, okay? And, you know, then you got the sparkling water, and then you got this, you know, whatever it is that you're buying. If you're telling me that there is an opportunity where I can skip that step – And maybe they just kind of enter into the, uh, what was it, Amazon that was saying, hey, we'll just come into the garage and we'll put everything in there, Yeah. right? Now, all of a sudden, I don't got to worry about packages being stolen or anything along those lines. I think we're getting somewhere here. I don't know what the happy medium is. (laughs) But if I got an employee coming in and now they're stocking everything back inside of my refrigerator, hey, you know what? Is that ketchup bottle? Is that is that expired? Why don't you toss that out real quick too, if you don't mind? We might be ca- we, we might Wipe be getting closer to something. We might be getting closer to something here. I'm no, not telling you-, you that I'm very comfortable with the idea on the concept, but I'm I'm listening. If you walked out of the timeshare presentation, I'm kind of hunching my back a little bit, and I'm a little bit more interested. I want to get more. I'm I'm looking okay. forward to slide number five and six. Let me give you slides five and six on why this is a bad idea. Now, mm-hmm. you live with Lady Slee and by yourself, right? You've got you 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 have lived by yourself for most of your adult life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that you need is where you need it, right? You, the ketchup yep. is in this spot on the door. The mustard is here. The mayonnaise is here. The salad dressing is here. The sodas go on this shelf. The milk goes on that shelf. It's These things have a place that they belong. I don't need somebody to come in here and upset my life. 
I, I, I with the, every once in a while, if something gets put wrong in one of the, sh- it drives me crazy. How is the Walmart guy going to know where I want the mayonnaise put? If he puts it on the wrong shelf, I'm never going to find it. There's, there's a lot of problems you haven't considered. Well, you can reorganize once it's there, but man, then what's the point? I can to, do it myself the first time. To not have to go from your car to the to the fridge and the 17 never stops. This is that lazy. This is good. Never, <laughs> I'm hard. This is pass. good. Do you ever? By the way, you ever try to make? How stupid is this? And every time I do it, I, I just. Why do we try to make one trip? Why do we try to make one trip? <laughs> why am I why am I holding uh, 114 pounds worth of groceries and sparkling water? Make two trips, bro. Just make only, two trips. Not only do I like to make one trip, <laughs> I like to make one trip with all the bags on one arm. Because because I have to unlock the door, yep. I have yep. to be able to open the door. Yep. So I'm going to put all 114 pounds on my doing? left arm. I don't know, but I, I get an odd amount of satisfaction instead of hunting woolly mammoths. This is the 21st century version of being a man. I can carry all the groceries in in one fell swoop. So Unbelievable. I, I, I'm I'm with you on that. Unbelievable. You can also get a smart lock on your door. So like like I have this in my house. You just press a button and it locks when I uh, arrive home. But mm. You know, that's also the robots Big brother, taking over. Emily. Big brother. <laughs> so, uh, next up, you would rather wait a long time for good food than get quick food that isn't as good. Alan, this is Factor Cap. There are so many layers to this. I got to be honest with you. I'm uh, look. I-, I love quality food. There's nothing like good quality food when you know that it not only tastes good, it was prepared well, and this and that, and all that other good stuff. Times you're just freaking hungry. Like, what are you going to do? You know, there are times where um, it, it depends on the predicament and the situation. But if I'm at a restaurant and I know that, hey, I'm here and I'm not going anywhere for a while, I'm chilling. I'm okay. Let's bring a drink out. Let's take our time. Let's finish our first full drink before we even look at an appetizer. I'm okay with it because I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. Keep, keep talking. There's other times where you're just like, I don't need anything. Give me the More food. bread, please. <laughs> More bread. Give me the damn food. No one's even talking to each other because we're starving, right? And and we also just waited uh, 45 minutes just to sit at our table. So I think it just depends on the predicament. Ultimately, yes, I would prefer good quality food, and I'll take my time for it. But there's some scenarios where you're like, just give me the food, and let's keep this thing moving. This is an easy one for me. How much have I had to drink? Because if it's somewhere between nothing and almost nothing, I'm gonna wait. I, I'm I'm ha- I'm happy to wait. I'm happy to you know sit there. Like the, the scenario you laid out, Al, that's yeah. that's perfect. By the way, you you nailed it. The you know, let's have a cocktail, and then we'll look at the menu, and then here's an appetizer, and maybe we'll have another cocktail or open a bottle of wine, and now yep. we can choose our entrees. That's, I the the dining experience. Get, remember what I said about Chris a minute ago. The dining experience is very important to me. I. I like it a lot. I love the ritual of it all. I like the uh, everything about it. I like the table set. Everything about going out to dinner, I like. But if I've had a couple of cocktails and I just want something now, I, I don't care if it's good, bad, or anywhere in between. I just want it right now. Can I tell you I something that's funny? And I need it yeah. gooey, and I need it right away. You know what's funny, Trav? I, if, I've had a, if I've had a drink, I'm more apt to take my time. Really? Like I'm not I'm not I'm not as much in a hurry. Like if I am if I know I'm chilling and I'm having a drink or two, I, now I'm all of a sudden like now nah, I'm good. Food will come out when it comes out. Now when, you know, there's going to come a point where that's going to completely switch and it's like I'm good on the drinking, I need to eat. But that that it's actually opposite for me. 
there's one other variable that we have not talked about. Yep. When you have little kids, the only thing that matters is speed. <laughs> That's it. Just can you get this out here as get fast as humanly possible? Get it done. You've got about 12 minutes before I lose control of these children, and then it's everyone else's problem, and I'm ruining your restaurant for you. So let's make this happen really, really quick. All right. Uh, we talked about Jim Harbaugh. We talked about the possibility of him coming to the Raiders, and no surprise here, your people, Raider Nation, have responded. They want to get in on what's going on with their head coaching situation. Plus, could they tie and get in on purpose? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. It's the best New Year's resolution that I've heard so far, Al. More of us. Have more of us in your daily life in 2022. It's a very good advice. I was, uh, was it yesterday? I think it was, yeah, it was last night. Um, you know, obviously doing the, the Lakers broadcast, and there's some promos that were run promoting the show. Promote all the shows, right? And it's the one about us with the ab roller. And I'm like, oh, this is great. This is. <laughs> the Navy SEAL one? <laughs> perfect. Yep. That one of our. One of our uh, goals this year was to prepare and be as fit as Navy SEALs out there and that we were going to start by doing just using the 1991, those infomercials, those ab rollers. Tony Little. Um, that's all you got to do. And uh, <laughs> I think that's, you know, step one to it. But it was great. Um, just we break away from the broadcast and it's you and I talking about an ab roller. I can't imagine what would be better. ESPN Nothing. Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress Vehicle giveaway program now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Okay, people are fired up about the suggestion, the possibility, the rumor uh, that Jim Harbaugh may be interested in the Raider job if the Raider job does, in fact, come open. It does feel like it will. Um, here, here, Here's a weird deal. Okay. If not Indianapolis. Okay. What's that? I was going to say not a guarantee yet. That no, that job it's not. Will be open. And I'm it, talking about not. The, the Raider job. Yep, it, it's not a guarantee, but I, I, they'd have to. They'd have. You're right. To, I know what they, you're saying. You're right. They have to get into the playoffs, right? Yep. If you don't yep. get into the playoffs, I think you're almost guaranteed that the job comes open. Mm -hmm. If you do get in and get beat right away, I think it's very likely that the job gets open. And if you get in and win a game or two, then maybe I think it's up in the you air. Can start making the case, but the chances of all of what you just said happening. Yeah, I mean, even even this weekend to win on Sunday night—that's that, an incredible challenge. I mean, the, it, the game on Sunday flip, night is right? not going to be easy. Yep. It, it, best case scenario, it's a coin flip. Unless, and here's the unless: if Indianapolis loses to Jacksonville, and I think okay. last I looked, they were 15 and a half point favorites. So you're thinking, oh yeah, that's not going to happen, right? The Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. Russell Westbrook had a turnover-free game more recently than that back in 2016. So it's been a long time since that has happened. So if the Colts somehow spit the bit and lose an Indy, the Raiders and Chargers, by tying, they both would get in. And they would know because they're the primetime game Sunday night. They're the last so they're, game. That's the they're the game. last game. Mm -hmm. they're the la now, look, Indy's probably going to win, and the winner will go in from that point. So it's yep. going to – but. If, let's just play this out for half a second before we take these phone calls. If you're on sure. hold, stay there. If you want to get in, 877-710-ESPN. The Colts blow it. They lose to Jacksonville. You're the Raider head coach. You're the Charger head coach. You're the Charger players. You're the Raider players. And you can guarantee yourself in a playoff 
if you just kind of agree that we're just going to kind of go through the motions here, guys, yeah. let's have this be a 14-14 finish, mm-hmm. and let's keep it moving. No one would ever agree to that, right? So let me just go a step further. How do you execute that agreement? Like, how do you pretend that you're playing a game but you're trying to tie? Like, See what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out here. Like, do you have to have a meeting on Sunday at 4 o'clock? Amongst both teams, like both locker rooms have to merge together. Hey guys, um, one team. It's it's you know like what do you do? There's a there's a, a board of directors. Like how does this work? How do you put together an agreement like this where you say tonight on Sunday night football, where the whole world is watching the final game of the regular season, we are going to execute a tie. Uh, it seems like it would be, even if it was something that had interest and it benefited both teams, how the hell are you going to do it? Well, you, and, do and it. Here, you, you can't. And here's the thing that everybody skips over because it's kind of a fun intellectual exercise. Like, how do you, like you're saying, yep. I would cheat can't. at the end and win it. Like, I would agree that there was yeah, a tie, and then right in the last play, I'd kick a field goal. 17 <laughs> 14, final score. Bye, Raiders. Um, no, somebody would go to bye, jail. Chargers. You, you can't yeah. fix the game. You can't you can't have a predetermined result for these games. That's game fixing. That's against the law. People go to jail for that. You you can't do that. And, and even in any it's sort interesting of- scenario that that they're in a position where if it was a tie, both squads get in. That's that's very unique. Well, what it does do. See here here here's where I think it does factor in. It factors in in game decisions, right? That all of a sudden, instead of going for one, going for two, going for it on fourth down, you can play for the tie as opposed to if you know if Indianapolis wins. Yeah. Hey, oh, here's, the, here's the scenario, right? You, it's, it's 17 to 10. Chargers are behind. They score a touchdown with three seconds left. You just kick the field goal and, and or kick the, the PAT and go to overtime and just see what happens. You don't even for a second consider going for two, do you? Um, because if you if you go now you're out and all you have to do no. is kick it and you're in. Yeah, no, no, you you kick it. Yeah, you're right. You're 100 percent right about that. that. that like you, that's you play that t- it. You play it safe to get in. No, I, it, I I couldn't agree more with you on it that. It affects your decision making for sure. Yeah. Speaking of the decision making, do the decisions uh about what happens on Sunday affect whether or not Jim Harbaugh comes to the Raiders? Let's take a couple of these phone calls. Let's go to Pals Verdes and Desiree. Desiree, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hi, hi. Um, I think win or lose, we want Harbaugh. What if you win a couple of winning, I'm tired of a uh, – oh, couple – no, I don't care. Uh, our wins are our wins, yes. I love them. We know. But they are, you know – We're losing her there. Yeah, we don't have yeah, – right. I think, Al, from what we did here, it sounds like, yeah, don't that's matter. cool. Good yeah. good for good for yep. Coach Passaccia, but uh, bring on Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and listen, and we'll take some more calls on this. Uh, listen, it's not just a – it's a big-time name. I mean, Har- Harbaugh, it, it's not – he had incredible amount of success when he was with the San Francisco 49ers. Now, you mentioned this. Maybe something has changed. You're right about – I think it's one thing to have success, but you also got to play – there is a little bit of a game that you got to balance. You can't have the whole front office hate you. You can't have – um, that is part of your job, right? To be successful at your job. It's not just, I mean, don't get me wrong. You could just win and you know you're not going to go anywhere. There is that um, kind of approach of, well, that's what you're paying me to do and you, you don't have to like how I get there, but I'm getting there. Um, but I, I think in this scenario, if you're a Raider fan too, they 
it's been so long. You know, we, we were putting the two franchises up together on Sunday night. This is a game that the Chargers lose. They do. Like, this is a game that the Chargers would lose. On Sunday night, it's an opportunity. Everybody's watching. They've been in positions like this and fell flat on their face. They're playing the Raiders. It's not like the Raiders over the course of X amount of years. It's not like they're playing the Patriots or it's not like they're playing the Steelers or the Baltimore Ravens or, you know, other franchises that you know, okay, well, they've been in this position a ton of different times and they've had success on it. So you almost have two franchises that have flopped playing in a game where it's like, okay, well, which one will – which one will strike first? Which one will blink, or whatever the case is? That's why we're going to get that tie <laughs> because neither, not because they're going to tie, but because neither team knows how to close the show. Neither team yeah. knows how to put the bow on the package. Let's go to Whittier this time. And Paul, Paul, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Paul? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you guys doing? Good, right. man. Thanks for calling in. Good, good, man. I think uh, I'm a huge Raider fan, man. We got season tickets, the whole shebang. I got Raider tattoos, everything, man. Me too, bro. So, I got what are, three tattoos what are, <laughs> right now. The Raider Nation on my back. <laughs> me too, brother. Me too. So what I'm hoping is, you know, I want to see my team return back to glory. I want to see our team, our team return back to glory. And I think if Basachi can do it, great. But I think you got to look at where the history lies. It's going to be in Harbaugh. Harbaugh was the Raiders uh, quarterback coach with Gannon. Harbaugh, uh, Harbaugh was there. And, uh, you know, Harbaugh decided to take a couple other coaching positions, San Diego, then he went to Stanford, got picked up by the Niners. And if we look at what happened, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. Your front office has to like you. Uh, what happened over in San Francisco is the front office either lost patience with him or they lost, uh, you know, confidence in him. Either way, that's what ended his exit out there. What we failed to realize and we failed to actually acknowledge in this segment is the wild card in Mayock. What is Mark Davis going to do with Mayock? Are Mayock and Harbaugh going to be able to get along? If that doesn't happen, does Harbaugh come? Who does Davis want more? Is he going to want Mayock more? Or is he going to want Harbaugh more? Uh, if if yeah. they can get along, great. But I would I got- love to have Harbaugh. I think he's. I think he's so. I think he's so intelligent and the and so motivational. It, it would it would propel this team and it would set this team forward for the next few years here. There's a, there's a couple of things. Don't hang up, Paul. I, real, real quick, how many Raider tattoos do you have? I actually got three. What, what, what are the? I'm assuming you got the shield, the Raider shield, right? I do. I have uh, the Raider Nation shield. I have Raider Nation. I got the shield. I actually have an Kirk Al Morrison, Davis shield. And Kirk Morrison. You had an Al Davis shield? Mm. Yes. The, the memorial sticker that they have on the back of the helmet, yeah. I have that actually on my left, uh, left portion of my chest. And uh, God bless Al Davis as well. There you go. All right, thanks, Paul. I like that. I wanted. I knew. I knew there would be the shield. I knew that there would be a Raider Nation. And that's Al a Davis. freaking fan right there. That's Sheesh. what you got to get. Get on his level, Al. <laughs> get on his level. Look, the, 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 the last question he brought up, I think, is a super easy one. It is a super easy answer. I'll tell you what it is on the other side. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.